Let's talk now uh, about running. And a real tragedy in the world of marathon running, the news that um, Kelvin Kiptum, who currently holds the world record set in Chicago, just 35 seconds last year, outside of that magical two-minute mark and 36 uh, from breaking it. But at the age of 23, he was a remarkable runner. He had a terrible crash uh, in his home area in the Rift Valley of Western Kenya. It also led to the death of his Rwandan co- uh, coach, um, Javez Hakizimana. And I just thought it would be really important to to recognize what's happened, but also to understand better just what a remarkable uh, athlete Kelvin Kipton was. And we thought we'd invite uh, Dr. Ross Tucker, sports scientist and high-performance sports expert, to shed some light on this. Dr. Tucker, welcome and thanks very much for your time. It's hard for people, I think, to imagine just what an extraordinary talent Kelvin Kipton was, I think, uh, in track events. You know, one thinks Usain Bolt and other stars of the track, much more obviously evident because it's all contained both in time and space. But put what Kelvin Kipton represented in the world of marathon running in, into true perspective for us, if you will. Yeah, thanks, John. I mean, what a sad piece of news to wake up to. It's, it's difficult to do that because... He'd only run three marathons. He was 24 years old, and he had everything laid out in front of him. He was going to run in Rotterdam later this year, and the world would have watched that with a degree of expectation that he was going to be the first human to go under two hours in a in a proper race. And then he would have only been 24, and then he would have had another four or five years to continue to see how fast he could go. So, unfortunately, his legacy as a great is going to be more about the things he might have done than the things that he has because of this tragic event that happened yesterday. But he ran the world's fastest ever debut marathon in Valencia, and he won that in in his first ever outing. He then breaks the course record in London and runs the second fastest time and the fastest second half of a marathon ever. And then in his third race, he runs the world record. I mean, it is just extraordinarily spectacular yet brief career. And... I saw a stat today that his average marathon in those three times is 2.01.17. And that's just slower than Elliot Kipchoge's world record was before he broke it. Thinking about a man who in three goes had averaged almost faster than any other human had ever run once. It's just a, he, he, was, he was the brightest marathon running talent in the world by a long way. And now the history will be disappointed by the fact that he could never fulfill that talent. Yeah, I've I've just been sort of looking at the progression of the world marathon record. And I mean, getting under two hours and five minutes happened relatively recently, only back in September 2003. And there's a string of Kenyan runners broken by Haile Gebri Selassie uh, of Ethiopia. And then somehow it seems to start getting faster and faster. I mean, is this just the natural arc of human performance or uh, does saying that understate how remarkable individual athletes have been and with Kelvin Kiptum the fastest of them? I think probably a little bit of both. I mean, there is an arc of performance and we've seen in the past when barriers get broken by one person, then everyone else says, right, that's the new target and then they do it it too. So that definitely happens. I think uh, Kiptum is clearly spectacular. There's no one in the current generation who will run a marathon 
at least that I can see who I will go, ooh, could we see a sub-201, let alone sub-202. He was the guy, the standout guy right now. But then, of course, there is the matter of the shoes. I think the shoes have, in the last four or five years, accelerated that human evolution. Um, and so that's always going to be there. But I don't, I don't think that that is uh, necessarily relevant to yes. where Kip, Kipton stood compared to his peers. Because, as I said, he... His first three marathons were so fast. It was just extraordinary. No one has ever come on and run as fast as he has, as early as he does, without even threatening to fail. He was he, he raced three times. He won three times in records and world records. It was just remarkable. And 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 just finally, I I, I suppose. I mean, the 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 other sad point is Olympic uh, marathon in France. He would have been a favourite. The, the Olympic marathon generally is not a record setter, is it? I mean, the, the really quick races are what? Chicago, Rotterdam, and, and a couple of others. Yeah, Berlin has been historically where the world record has fallen. Chicago okay. last year was an anomaly. So it's Berlin, Chicago, London. And you're right, if, if he ran this year, Rotterdam would have been an exception. I believe the reason was his agent is Dutch, and so he presumably had a good offer to go okay. run it in Rotterdam. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, had he been selected for Paris, which seems almost certain, uh, it would have been a race between him and Kipchoge. And there was much, much excitement about that because they had not yet raced one another. Kipchoge, the previous world record holder, and in a sense, the outgoing flag bearer for the marathon against this new guy who, I think when he he broke that world record in Chicago, it was pretty much... uh, handed over to him as the world's number one marathon runner. But everyone was very much looking forward to a race between those two men in Paris. And so that's just another thing that we will be denied as a consequence of this tragedy. Thank you so much. Perspective there from Dr. Ross Tucker, sports scientist, high-performance sports expert. And, I, and I'm just wondering, because many of our, our listeners are runners, and I know that you race for your, you, you run for your own times and you run uh, for your own mental and physical health. But uh, uh, maybe you want to tell us to what extent you are inspired. Maybe you watch marathons uh, when they're televised on, on, on Supersport or what, wherever it is. And, and, and did, you, did you take inspiration from someone like Kelvin Kiptum, even if you might have been running different distances with different goals? But I would have thought uh, a real sense of something remarkable having been lost, maybe being felt by people, particularly uh, those who, who actually run unlike myself, 28 minutes to four.